Welcome back to DMnastics, the gym for dungeon masters to work out their minds. My name is DM Celeste, and I'm joined here today by... DM Neil, a.k.a. Joke Maniac. And today we're going to tie back to episode number 160, Ancestral Analysis, which featured Lisa Chin, a fan favorite, a personal favorite of both of us. Maybe, I don't know, maybe someone lives with her now. Indeed, maybe. <laughs> okay, it's not me. By the way. <laughs> it's not me, it's me. Yes. And she came on and talked all about Tieflings. Who was a member of the Hell's Bells uh, show that was live on Wizards of the Coast. Uh, and yes. that was an all-Tiefling party. Uh, that show wrapped up, um, I think, a couple months ago. But it was a really, really cool um, all-female and non-binary cast of folks playing all-Tieflings. Yep. And that led Rorik and I to come up with the idea for DMnastics number 132, I can't sing, so I'm not going to, but the title of it is I Can See Your Halo. Halo, halo. I can't yes. sing either, but uh, thank you, Beyonce. Yes. And that's because you know, part of the discussion with the Tiefling was that they are possibly the most diverse. Oh, yeah. Well, after Mordenkainen's, right, that introduced all of the devil backgrounds for yeah. Tiefling. All of them. You have all the kinds of Tieflings you could ever want. Uh, you have yes. winged Tieflings. You have just a ton of crazy stuff. Yeah. Variants on variants. Um, it's like it's like Exhibit was making the Tieflings. Like, yo, I heard you like Tieflings. <laughs> hey, uh, let me give you some more of that. So we came up with the idea to do the same thing with the Asimar and come up with different variants, kind of the opposite side of things and i think people came up with some amazing ones mm -hmm. celeste whose did you want to pick and highlight from the forum yeah all right let me oh do we want to go ahead and uh, read off the questions we asked about them I suppose that makes sense. All right. Yeah. So before we get into it uh, for this episode, uh, here was the exercise we proposed. Great. Uh, yeah. So the questions we asked. One, what is the variant called? So, you know, the examples from the published materials are Protector, Scourge, uh, Fallen Asimar. Uh, and then number two was what outsider lineage results in your variant? Three, what ability score is most emphasized in this variant? Four, what divine power does the variant gain at level three? And five, of course, our favorite, anything else you would like to add? So the one I wanted to highlight this time comes from uh, DM Pax, who... Uh, the immediately my bells went off when I was looking at this. Uh, so this is a Asimar that has a divine ancestry from a unicorn, which I already loved. I was like, yes, yep. all about it. Unicorn heritage. Get me there. Uh, so the variant is called a purity Asimar. And like I said, their lineage uh, is a unicorn. They get a plus one to dexterity as their bump. And then their divine power is called pure soul which is basically starting at third level, you can unleash the purity that lies dormant in your blood. So as a bonus action, light pours out of you uh, in a five-foot radius. Uh, all allies within the aura uh, gain immunity to charmed, poison, paralyzed condition, resistance to poison, a bunch of other cool stuff, um, a plus two to AC for duration. So what I really liked about this, it, it gave me a very like paladin aura vibe, and it's just like, being surrounded, uh, your party in the midst of you, you have this just pure, beautiful unicorn being uh, that just makes everybody feel and do better. I was just really excited um, by that idea. So good job, DM Pax. Love the use of unicorns. Unicorns should be in everybody's games yes. all the time. 
I love the idea of like the like using the aura and the horn like kind of sprouting out mm-hmm. of your forehead and then like that's kind of where the light comes from or you know it casts the light out from there. Oh yeah, it's definitely some very Sailor Moon like give me that rainbow unicorn horn yes. transformation aura. Uh, I absolutely love that. And which one did you pick, Neil? So the one I wanted to highlight was from the forum user Aelin, and they came up with the devious Asimar. So a kind of a you know a little bit of a darker twist on the Asimar, and they're in usually influenced by a trickster god or angelic being, where they that creature or you know or that entity kind of has that devious nature, and so then it kind of. Manifest itself in just being kind of playing tricks and doing things generally, you know, kind of comes across that it's not too bad, but you know, they're probably going to frustrate most people they interact with. Oh, yeah, definitely. And so their divine power is called Sparkling Sentinel. And essentially, whenever they choose to, an aura of bright, sparkling lights encompasses them and all that they're wearing. And kind of the flip side of it being good, it's almost like a flashbang. And I could just see like how useful it is for them getting into scenarios that they want to immediately get back out of. They cast this on themselves and then people need to save or be confused. Yes. And then they just, and then I just see the per, the the devious Asimar just running down the street away from whatever terrible scenario they created. I love that idea, like standing in the midst of a bad situation, and then you're like, "Oh, go full sparkle," yep. and then get Boom. out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. And so I really, really, really like that one um, because it obviously it has both. It has. It feels like it has use both in combat and out of combat. So I yeah. think it's a really, really fun power to give to the devious Asimar. So thank you, Aelin, for that. But with that out of the way, that must mean one thing: that we're going to lift the mental weights right now. Lifting weights is what I do. Look at me, lift these weights. So to do this, I, I, I always have a tendency to build things in what is not a logical order by which to make them. <laughs> so having the name for the variant, obviously, I mean, unless there was just something that we had right on the tip of our tongue to be inspirational, I highly doubt that's where we want to start. What I think we should start with is number two, what outsider lineage results in your variant? Starting there, I think, can get us going. Yeah. So I was, yeah, I was trying to think of, you know, the idea of your celestial lineage. So I was trying to think of uh, references from mythology, lots of other things I was thinking of. Um, And immediately what came to mind for me was like the Greek muses, like the idea of these uh, angels or beings uh, all about inspiring artistic things, endeavors, creativity. Uh, So that was like what I immediately thought of when I was uh, looking over these questions. Did you have any like a specific one stick out or? Well, I mean, and so in Greek culture or Greek mythology, they had, you know, the nine muses and each of the muses ruled over something different. Uh, Uh, So I was thinking of those muses specifically. So like there's the muse of poetry, of like songwriting, of specific things so that actually opens up kind of a cool if you wanted a specific muse variant yeah uh, for your character that kind of opens up a lot of options or you could do just muses uh in general okay i looked them up by the power of the internet yes and so i say we pick urania the muse of astronomy Ooh, i love it and then we could call it easily an astral asimar Ooh, there we go 
And so we're, we're two steps in, and I completely forgot what the rest of the steps are. Um, what ability score is most emphasized in this variant increases by one? I'm going to go with wisdom. Mm-hmm. That seems right. Yeah, the wisdom of the stars. And so that leaves us with what divine power does the variant gain at third level? Um, and then so kind of as a context, because I looked at kind of what um, an uh, uh, an Asimar would get at third level. And so I put usually an action that provides some extra damage and utility for one minute usable once per long rest. So that's kind of like just a general base for what those powers usually look like. I know, because initially when I was thinking about this, I was like, it'd be cool if we could design some kind of ability that that incorporated something like bardic inspiration because that feels very much like a muse to me like uh you know if you're using the power of starlight or embracing that creative power uh you can somehow grant boons to the people around you so that was my initial thought um but if you're working with like a duration for a minute maybe there's some kind of boost to healing that might happen so also, I guess when I think of astronomy, I think of like navigating by the stars. So mm-hmm. maybe it, it does something, it creates some kind of constellation effect that makes it easier for people to find their targets or to hit their targets. So maybe there's some boost uh, to attack like when this happens. I like that. The, it could be that, you know, in, in giving advantage at range. Yeah. So that they, it's as if they are within five feet because Mm -hmm. there is like, and then that could also appear as constellations between you and you. Oh, it's like a ranged help action because you're essentially like creating a constellation that kind of fills that five foot space Mm -hmm. next to them. So the constellation guides that attack towards Mm -hmm. your enemy. (gasps) Done. Now it just makes me think of um, Orion. Like it yes. kind of looks, you know, summoning the constellation that it looks like, or I mean, so many real world versions and of course fantasy versions, you know, Orion, um, you have the bears, um, the big and little dipper. Um, Ursa major and minor. Yeah. I was, I was thinking it and then I kept saying Ursine in my head and I was like, that's not it. Um, it, was, it was close, but not enough. Um, so yes, I Ooh, love that. I love that visual effect too. Like, you know, flaring up with that starlight and then being able to create these constellations light bridges that would just be so cool to see is there anything else that is the the final question anything else we would want to add for the astral asimar i would just i mean i would just love to give them some kind of other boost to general like navigation or like Mm -hmm. you know proficiency with like driving boats Uh, like stuff like that um but yeah that's all definitely there's a lot of flavor there you could put into your game um that would just be really cool to see. Yeah, an astronomer, Asimar. That, yeah. yeah. Done. What okay. an exceptional NPC to find, too. You know, you go to an observatory and it's this, like, celestial being uh, that runs this this cosmic thing. Oh, that would be so, so cool. cool to encounter. Yeah. Well, there you go. So that means we will do another one because yes, I came up yes. with um an idea i have no idea what to call it but i did come up with an idea so i at least we have that let's do the the lineage i was thinking uh because i really like these creatures i mean or beings we'll say um is that they have the blood of a hound archon Ooh. And Creepy. so um, it could be that, you know, I, mean, I don't know how much you would want to dip into, like, looking more like a hound archon, but they are, you know, I mean, like, bipedal dog-like 
creatures. And the thing that I would want to give is probably strength for the for the attribute and the power that I would want to give is the basically the power that an hound archon has and kind of give them some form of beast shape. And so yeah. then at third level, they could basically turn into a large dog if they wanted. Yeah. And my other thought for that, too, would be potentially giving them some kind of AOE like bark effect like that might um, frighten or intimidate uh, yes. other people around them. Yeah. Or both. Howl or both, or both, because they're super neat. Yep, they'll work together and howl at the moon with the astronomy or astral uh, Asimars. Yes. Oh, let's just do a party of all Asimars. I'm, I'm loving this idea. Done. There we go. Yes. So now the question though is, what in the world will we call this Asimar? Ooh, canine. No, nope. uh, Canis. Ooh, I like that one. Done. Canis. Yeah. Yep. There you go. All right. Do we got more in the tank? Do we got do we got one more? We got one more, one more. Okay. Okay. What do we got? Quaddle. <gasps> Ooh, I love it. Quaddles or Kirins are also Quaddles. Quaddles. Let's do it. Yeah, okay. All right. So celestial lineage if we're working with a quaddle. Um so already we have that cool, yeah, rainbow snake with wings motif. So I mean, I'm automatically thinking for the power that it's some kind of, you know, color spray-esque or a hypnotic pattern effect uh, with these shining rainbow scales that the quaddle always seems to possess. Yes. I mean, the, the quaddles themselves, so they're known for being guardians of, like, ancient secrets. The other thing would be probably intelligence is what I'd go with with the quaddle yeah. because they were you know, revered for their powerful minds. Um, so I would go intelligence. What else? What else? So what were what were you thinking for the divine power at third level? Oh, so that's what I was thinking for the like the hypnotic pattern oh, okay, yeah. that they could cast on somebody just because of that that rainbow glint yeah. that they possess. Like they could summon rainbow mists around them or some. The quaddles are so mysterious and yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Well, I, I like the idea of you know and very visual. You know, very. All of these have been very bright, very visual, and the we're idea into the visuals that, here. Yeah, on the, the idea, the hypnotic pattern, like kind of forming as if it looks like wings off of yeah. the the person. Now, what in the world will we call it? Mm-hmm. Yep, correct. <laughs> Good done. No um, idea. Hmm. Well, let's see. They're like guardians. They're lore keepers. I mean. Uh, let's see. Mm. A rainbow. Just rainbow. Serpentine? Yeah. Serpentine Asimar. Done. Done. We did it. Serpentine uh, and... Wait, what was the other one? Serpentine, a canis, or a astral. Yes. There we go. We've created three. Done. We've done, done. it. Move All right. On. We're, we're like halfway there to making them as popular as tieflings on it. Yes. That's it. <laughs> we're only halfway there. Only halfway. Well, <laughs> but I say we've done it once again. We've lifted the mental weights. And if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know about the different variants of ASMR that you've made in your game, you can always email us at dmnastics at gmail.com. And of course, you can find us on Twitter at dmnastics, where you can find both of our handles. And for everything else on the network, you can go to blockpartypodcastnetwork.com. But let's head to the post workout cooldown and stretch with. The light bulb. 
light bulb. So today for the light bulb, we're going to talk about something that both Celeste and I have and we think is great. But Celeste. Yes. So I wanted to talk about this thing specifically because in the last couple weeks I have been moving and this item has saved my life, uh, keeping up with streaming and gaming. Uh, and this has been the Elderwood Hex Chest. Uh, so if you guys haven't seen this already, it is like true, true to the name, a hexagonal dice chest, uh, that has these little like catacombs in it basically to put a full set of dice inside of and it uh, has like magnetic closures and it's just this really nice portable dice container for you know your favorite set of dice to be able to carry around with you what i love about this thing is how easy it is to fit into like my purse or a backpack uh so i can always have a set of dice with me ready to go at a moment's notice. Uh, so while I had everything packed away in boxes and everything, this was such a great way for me to keep my dice handy and with me and also safe. Uh, since I do have a metal set of dice I like to use, uh, since each of the dice is in its own individual pocket, you know, they're not running into each other, they're not denting each other. It's just a really phenomenal product. Uh, and also with a huge range of customization options. I mean, they make these things out of wood, lots of beautiful different varieties, colors, uh, you know, you can get your, your redwoods or your nice, like, all, all different kinds. Um, you, you, and also they put a logo on the top. Uh, they have a huge range of options. Uh, I also believe you can get custom designs made, uh, to be inlaid and laser cut, uh, really nicely on the top of these boxes. So I just can't say enough good things about these hex chests. Yeah. I, I have one and I love the idea of putting a special set of dice in there. And then, you know, like you said, one, having it always available and two, having them in a, a place that they don't get messed up because you know, in the old school kind of plastic dice, over time, yeah, they're going to mess each other up. But for the most part, not really. The first set of metal dice that I have don't look very good anymore because I threw them in there. They all sink to the bottom and then yep. fight each other for who's going to look the ugliest. Yep. So putting them in there is a great way to, like I said, keep that special set of dice um, ready and available for when you want to kill your player characters, right? Yeah, and they really do. I mean, they they look like a luxury item. They are just incredible. Lots of little details go into these things. Um, they make phenomenal gifts for, uh, I don't know, if you have a dungeon master that you need to appreciate, uh, definitely consider getting them uh, one of these sets. Uh, so yeah, you can find that and a bunch of their other amazing products over at elderwoodacademy.com. So seriously, do yourself a favor. Go and check out these hex chests. Uh, they're beautiful and so useful. Yep. But with that, we're going to turn out the lights and head out of the gym. Before we go, I want to implore you, the listeners, to join the forums and take part in these challenges and exercises as well as the other conversations being had. To do that, head over to dungeonmasterblock.freeforums.net and try some gymnastics. So your players don't ask, do you even lift? Can I trust you will add your own cardio? Yeah, no, don't put me down for cardio. What are you doing? Horizontal running. <laughs>